1: Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the
2: podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm
1: Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist.
2: In this episode, we're talking about the Liberty Bell. So grab your infamous crack. And let's get civical. How do we introduce this episode? I think I'll start off by saying, you guys, welcome to Wednesday, November 4th. Welcome. We never thought this day would come. How are you? Did you sleep? How is your liver? How is it all going? We are talking to you from the past, specifically November 1st, so I don't even know how to begin i feel like we should say a hello yeah. and uh
1: hey yes let's cover all of the bases <laughs> hey hey.
2: <laughs> hey oh my gosh. gosh and hey i know hello i know because so either one of those is going to apply or it's going to be like hey right still waiting still okay. waiting
1: yes it's gonna it's the hey that's like Hey,
2: can you
1: believe?
2: Can you believe it? Okay, we're still in this. It's okay. It's
1: okay. Choose your level of introduction by whatever news is, by whatever is appropriate given the news of November 3rd. And I'm sure what is ever happening (laughs) November 4th, 5th, 6th, at this moment.
2: At this moment, yes. So we are recording for you before we know what has happened on november 3rd we might have had an outcome we might still be waiting for an outcome who's to say yep and uh, as you guys know from our last episode arden and i talked high and low about what episode we could possibly do the day after one of the biggest elections in our nation's history and also knowing that we perhaps might not know the result of that election and perhaps it Knowing that it might be a very stressful time for, let's say, everybody. Yeah. So, we, as we teased last week, we thought the only episode that we could do that would just simply be a breath of fresh air, something else to focus on, is, of course, the Liberty Bell. <laughs> the Liberty Bell. But also,
1: do you know what? Like, I just feel <laughs> like it's hella appropriate because it's like freedom, democracy.
2: Oh, my Liberty, God. Liberty,
1: like... Liberty, heard of her. She is the encapsulation of, like, you know, our, like, it goes all the way back, like, the story goes all the way back to the Haminashah years. So Hamanushas. Like, it's. I think it's very appropriate to do this today. I think so, too. Today. To sort
2: of, like, bring us back to our roots in yes. a time where democracy itself is in the throes of you know, yeah. this election. Yeah. So I, I hope that you listen to this and it provides some sort of comfort. Some levity. distractions, levity. Yep. Just something else to chew on yep. that is not about this presidential and overall general election of 2020. Yes. Again, we are recording this not knowing what's happened. No. You know? And so we're not going to pull another Iowa. We're not nope. going to talk about the election. We're not going to talk about what we think may happen. We are just going to focus on the Liberty Bell
1: and who she is. Because honestly, she deserves it. She has a she deserves very interesting history. A very yep. sordid past. And, and she deserves her time and space.
2: Yeah. Sort of like a founding mother of this nation. Ah, and so let's give analogy. her the platform. I realize that we did not introduce this show, so I will say that I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Walentowski. And this is Let's Get Civical. If you're joining us for the first time, just know that... Normally our intros are a lot more streamlined. Please forgive us again. We are shooting in the dark. Shooting in the dark. We're trying to sh- I don't even know. <laughs> We're just doing our best, We're okay? Doing our best. You try having a production schedule where you have to release a new episode the day after the most important election of our history.
1: We're shooting our shot at sanity, all right? Like that's yeah. all we can do. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. So let's have some fun. I'm ready
2: to have some fun. You will not hear the stress in my voice. Not one time. Starting now. da na 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 The Liberty Bell. Ding, ding.
1: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go.
2: So, oh, before I jump in, Arden, you have put, let's say, eight different sources on here do you want to go through them very quickly
1: oh sure i would love to so various parts of this are is coming from britannica we know we love her our friends Mm -hmm. at the constitution center a new thing that i found i think i don't think we've used this source before but no we definitely haven't really very funny it's called ben's guide which is yes a reference to benjamin franklin oh my gosh but it's it's Uh, Released by the U.S. government publishing office. And it is like, it's the government trying to teach kids about American history. It's for children. And I fucking loved it. It was so good. I love it. And they had some great facts that I like didn't find anyplace else. And I was like, dope. All right. It's like animated. It's super cute. There is the National Science Foundation, an article by Stephen Freed from Smithsonian Magazine, and the National Park Service-
2: of so, course. We can't do this without her. wide array. A wide array. Yep. I love it. So let's jump in to the building of the bell, the bell of the ball. Let's talk about how she became her. Here we go. So this is coming from Britannica and the Constitution Center and the National Science Foundation. We love to see it. So the Bell was commissioned in 1751 by the Pennsylvania Provincial Assembly to hang in the new state house, which would later be renamed Independence Hall in Philadelphia. We know it, we love it. Sort of like Philly, the place where they all gathered and wrote stuff and there was the hall. Have you seen National Treasure? I haven't yet. Oh my god. Okay. I know. That's I know. what we should have done. Damn it.
1: No, we'll do I'm not, it. We'll no, do, do it for the like a holiday go- episode.
2: Perfect. I love that. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Something to look forward to uh, just in case the election did not go our way. Just something to sort of like throw into the ether of like looking forward to it. Oh my God. The Pennsylvania Assembly had the Liberty Bell made in 1751 to mark the 50-year anniversary of William Penn's 1701 Charter of Privileges, which served as Pennsylvania's original constitution. I'm so sorry. We had a title option called Charter of Privileges, yes. and we decided to take it in a different direction? It was the incorrect Curious. decision. Incorrect. Yes. Incorrect. Honestly. And shout out to, like, William Penn, who got a giant bell made after him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, commemorate. Of all the things. Commemorate. I wonder how they landed on bell and not, like, statue?
1: I know. I know. I mean, I'm sure he has statues throughout Pennsylvania, but, like, it is a sure. very specific thing to be like, you know what he really deserves? A big fucking bell. A big bell. Because, yeah. you guys, she's large. We'll talk she's about large. it later. She's large. She's large and large.
2: The province of Pennsylvania sought a bell for its state house to, quote, call the public together. Oh, my God. Yep. Key members of the Pennsylvania Assembly sent a letter to their London-based colonial agent Robert Charles to make an appropriate purchase.
1: There, they had a bell guy.
2: Yes, I love that.
1: Yes, and after okay, read the next note, and then I'll give you like a little tidbit that I don't think I put in here, but it's really okay. Perfect. Yep. It
2: was cast in London by the Whitechapel Bell Foundry, purchased for about one hundred pounds, and delivered in August.
1: 1752. So it actually didn't take that long to make her. It didn't take that long to make her. The Whitechapel Bell Foundry, I think, is still around, but it's like the place to get bells made. It's yeah. been around for forever. And they like, it's still like what they, it's, it's, they specialize in bells. So if you need a bell, if you need made, a bell, look no further. Whitechapel Bell Foundry, they're your people. This episode is not sponsored (laughs) by the Whitechapel Bell Foundry, but we are a fan of their work. I'm a fan of their work, yes.
2: American colonies, not yet industrialized, often sought British expertise for needed work, so hence why they had to go to London to get a large bell made. It was cracked by a stroke of the clapper while being tested. Okay, I'm just saying. Is this a poorly made bell? If she cracks
1: during the test run, so I there's there's a lot of debate about all of the cracking. Like okay, okay, there's there's a lot like, and I'm not kidding you that there, like, multi, like of all the sources that I have found, like part of the reason there's so many for this episode is that like one source claims that like the crack happened at this point and then a crack happened at this point. Mm. It's also we're gonna see very soon what happened with. This cracked bell. You know what? We'll get to the crack
2: Mm -hmm. when we get to the crack. Just saying. (laughs) There was a crack, according to Britannica, by a stroke of the clapper while being tested. So that's what we know so
1: far. Which they were, I think they were testing it. That was happening here in the, in the. In the States? Yes. Not, not in the. Not,
2: not at Whitechapel. Yes. Okay. Soon after it arrived, this is Ben's guide. So we're talking about Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. As Arden said, soon after it arrived, the English bell cracked. In 1753, a new bell was cast from the metal of the English bell by local craftsmen John Pass and John Stowe. And it was twice recast in Philadelphia before being hung in the State House steeple in June of 1753. So it arrives. It cracks. They recast it. It Cracks again, or they just recast it again? It keeps cracking.
1: It keeps cracking. Okay,
2: so we have two to three cracks so far.
1: Yes, and there's like a whole, like the last section is all about the cracking. The cracking. Okay, we'll get to it when we get to it. We're going to get to it when we get to it. This is just like your basic facts about the bell. Love. But yeah, it, it kept cracking, and they... They kept adding different metals and materials to the mixture yeah. and recasting Lotions it, and potions, and they kept cracking
2: it. And or they it kept, kept cracking, cracking it. it. Okay, we love that. We love that she's like, no, I know who I am. Yes, she has and a true sense crack- of self. She has a true sense of self, and we do love that about it. Yeah. She weighs about two thousand eighty pounds or nine hundred and forty-three kilograms, and is twelve feet in circumference around the lip and measures three feet. From the lip to the crown. She's quite
1: sizable. That's so it's so wide. Like I am Yeah five foot eight. And to think that it's like two of me mm-hmm. or like if you and I, if you stood on Just my like shoulders. Laid. Yeah, or yes, yeah. or laid down, sure. that would be the easier way to do it. Like Yes, no, let me stand on your shoulders. Let's really <laughs> do this. You it's work not- out, you can do this. <laughs> even this like if we laid under the bell that makes infinitely more sense than stacking no i want to stand i want to put the bell on its side and i want to stand on your shoulders <laughs> that's what i want to do oh my god oh. great let's do it i'm strong perfect. i work out every day i can i can hold I I can you, hold you. <laughs> perfect
2: the bell is an alloy or a mix of metals and is made up of 70 percent copper 25 percent tin and also has zinc lead arsenic, silver, and even gold. I hope she has gold. I know, she should have some
1: gold. She is...
2: Throw some diamonds in there, darling. Dazzle, dazzle. Fancy. The bell is suspended on what is to believe its original yoke of American elmwood. This is all coming from Ben's guide. It bears the motto, quote, proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof, which is from Leviticus 25. Ten. Yep. We love that. Mm-hmm. I feel like somebody was just like, look up liberty in the Bible. Let's pull it.
1: Let's pull it. Give what, me a liberty what, quote. What do we have? What do we That have?
2: we haven't already used. <laughs> but also,
1: you know, separation of church and state. Of course. You know what we love it. We know we love it.
2: Also engraved on the bell is quote information about the Pennsylvania Assembly and Bellmaker. End quote. I love that it's like if you can find info about this artist at www.libertybell.org. <laughs> 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 just a little a little cite your source, babe. I yep. love it. The name Liberty Bell was first applied in 1839 in an abolitionist pamphlet. Wow. The bell was originally known as the State House Bell. Okay, Liberty Bell. Very much a better name. For very that much a better name than very... the State House Bell. Yeah. Well, I mean that is classic U.S. Founding Fathers bad writing. State
1: House Bell. Well, also because it's so small and meek and just uh like she's yeah. worth more than that. She she's twelve feet wide. It also just shows you what a good name does. Yeah. That it words really sort important. of launches it into notoriety. Yes. And makes it like a national figure as opposed right. to like just this bell that belongs in the Pennsylvania State House to like ring the public to let them know that something was happening. Right. Yeah. Right. How do we know that she's special? Right. You got to give her a special name. So we're going to talk a little bit about the journey of the bell. According to Britannica, the legend that... Um, so there's there's like legends about the cracking and then there's legends Which about like when the bell was used and what was it used yeah. for and 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 there's just like nobody fucking knows because if anybody wrote anything down at the time, it's gone. And so it's like, you know, it's like a game of telephone. So according to Britannica... The legend that on July 4th, 1776, the bell was rung to signal the Continental Congress's adoption of the Declaration of Independence is untrue. It was rung four days later on July 8th to celebrate the first public reading of the document. I
2: mean, but I'm also like, I kind of feel like it should have been rung on July 4th. Like, oh, yes. Let me know that it's passed. Yes. I don't necessarily need to see the text. Like, let me know that it happened. Right. Like, we're we're independent today.
1: Today, not on July 8th. Not on July 8th. I think uh, poor really decision. I like opportunity. Whoever <laughs> Sorry, made it. The- Sorry, I'm not here to be a stage mom, but like we should have rung her four days earlier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a magazine writer in 1847. So like even like a long time after. Yeah. Made up <laughs> the story of the bell ringing on the first day of independence. That's coming you know from what? the and Constitution I don't Center. Fault,
2: I don't fault that writer because that writer probably was like they rung it on the 8th. No. no, like I'm so like not to sort of like insert myself into this narrative, but I think perhaps for the arc of her journey, it would make much more sense if we rank her on July fourth. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yeah, just Let's to just... sort of spitball that out there. Yeah, like doesn't that sound more jazzy? It I'm sounds... with the writer. Sorry, it's
1: definitely a better story. Yeah, it's definitely a better story. Yeah, so. Made up lie by a journalist in 1847. However, the Constitution. Okay. I know. It's, it's, we go back and forth. However, the Constitution Center says that, quote, the bell may also not have rung on July 8th, 1776.
2: Okay. Right. Hot and, cold, hot and cold. Hot and cold. Hot and cold.
1: Was it even rung? It is known that bells in the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> God. <laughs>
2: No, don't say. Don't say they mistook the bell. I feel like, sorry, she's 12 feet wide. I think I know the sound of the Liberty Bell as opposed to like the bell at the general store. Do you know what I mean? Like the bell for dinner. I think we should be ding ding. ding, ding. There's like ding ding and ding dong. I feel like the Liberty Bell has a different ding to her than sort of the other bells. And if she doesn't, What is the point?
1: Right. Also, I feel like she would have a really deep sound. How effective could she be at, like, sound? Because, like, that sound doesn't travel very well. Mm, Like, the reason that you have, like, the high-pitched bells is because that sound travels. And so it's just, like, would she have been effective at her job? Hard to say. Right. Right. Yeah. So the bell may not have been rung on July 8th, 1776, according to the Constitution Center. It is known that the bells in the city of Philadelphia were ringing. To celebrate the public announcement of the Declaration of Independence, according to Independence Hall Association, the state house steeple was under repair at the time, making it unlikely for the Liberty Bell to be in use. But with no contemporary accounts, we just don't know.
2: I mean, here's the thing that I want (laughs) to that I want to just like insert, right? Like they they. They announced independence on July 4th, 1776. The Declaration of Independence is out. If I am a citizen of Philadelphia in this time, which I was, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. This is, like, groundbreaking. We are an independent nation as of right now. I want to ring the Liberty Bell to, like, mark this time. I don't think that like a touch of construction would keep me from doing that. You know what I mean? Like I can't <laughs> imagine that somebody wanting to ring the bell would be like, ugh, under construction. Dang,
1: I'd get in there. I'd ring that bell. I would ring the bell. I mean, I don't know if if like maybe they had taken the bell down mm, for construction. But how? It's very it's unclear. a thousand-pound bell. I know. I honestly don't know how you lift that without like a crane. I mean, like. I mean, that's. A, that's I don't know.
2: That's a lot of that's elbow
1: That's a lot of bicep. Former us to figure it out.
2: <laughs> that is not
1: for modern day us to figure out. That is for Ben and Co. to figure out. Yes, agreed. Agreed. So you know, the Liberty Bell mired in controversy and. Like basically lack of information and record keeping. Like nobody thought it. to like write down about anything about this bell. I love it. So the bell did go on a revolutionary war- road trip in 1777. The bell was moved from Philadelphia under armed guard and taken. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like let's start like with eight
2: guys the- on horseback with like swords, right.
1: and or muskets. Come on, yeah, this is not. Relax. This is not. This is not the Secret Service. And was taken to Allentown, Pennsylvania, where it was hidden in a church. The fear was that the British would melt the bell and use it yeah. to make cannons. Of course. Which I love this idea of like the British being like, no, 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 we got it. We got the bell. We got the bell. Where's the cannon printer? Like, you, like, where's where, the cannon get, maker? I need a
2: hot, hot stove. Find me fire. <laughs> Find me a blacksmith immediately. Imagine being that blacksmith who the British, like, procure, bring to the Liberty Bell and go, melt this. (laughs) If I'm that blacksmith, I'd be like, oh, my my God. Also, I'm sorry. Like, why would you declare independence, knowingly upsetting the British, knowingly thrusting ourselves into, like, a war? Why would you then be like, let's tour one of our most precious items around a sort of war-torn country for a couple of days? Do you know what I mean? Like, true. Why like, why do we take her down? Why do we take her on tour now?
1: Well, I think they're moved. They're, it's not so much that she's on tour; she's going on this road trip to safety.
2: How can her in the open roads, surrounded by eight gentlemen all named John with muskets, be safer? You know, like it's a huge, it's a large bell. It's a the large British bell. would have to take a lot to just getting her down. I'd be like, you know what? Let's just leave it. Let's yes. leave it. Yeah. we don't need that right now because I we don't have the pulley system. We don't have the crane. But they've done the work of
1: getting her down and
2: on the road.
1: They have. I, I almost wonder if they were – I think they were worried about – I'm not sure if I put it in here. I think they were worried about, like, the building being destroyed mm. with a cannon. Right. I mean, it's the state house.
2: It is. They're going to go after it.
1: Yeah. Bell I mean, or not, the, uh, I feel. I I, I would have if I was the British at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So I think they were worried about the the building being destroyed and then somehow something happening to the Liberty Bell and it's like – Listen, if the state house is attacked and the building is destroyed, and you're all there, and yet somehow the British still manage to like detangle the bell from the wreckage and get it away, I think mm-hmm. they deserve the bell.
2: They deserve the like bell. you have. They deserve the bell.
1: I'm sorry. They like it's... spoil of war, my friends.
2: Like they deserve Honey, the bell. It's a big bell. If they're going through all that just to get the bell, I bet you. I bet you the British don't care about the bell. No. They're like, I don't we don't need a bell. Like we have castles.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> like, we have you, cannons. It's not like this one cannon is going to make or break the war. We
2: have bells. Like I don't <laughs> you got it from us. Like I can just go to where you got the bell and have them make me the exact same bell. Like I don't I don't need your bell.
1: No. Hello. It was a British company originally. Hello. Hello.
2: We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. Wander with us into a world of magic. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with and reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. We'll see you soon in the forest of feminist
1: fairy tales. Yeah, so the bell goes to Allentown, Pennsylvania. It eventually comes back to Philadelphia the following year in 1778. The Liberty Bell rang often during its functional lifetime, between 17 she was she was used to celebrate and booked and blessed and like alert people to information between 1753 and 1846. The bell tolled for many people and occasions. It rang to mark the signing of the Constitution. And the deaths of Ben Franklin, George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, and Thomas Jefferson. Could you imagine having a bell rung because you have died? Yes. I would of ring a bell I for can. you.
2: Thank you. Yeah. And I I if you do think bu- you're the only one who will think of it. So
1: please. I, if you go before I Don't do, forget. I, I promise you I will ring a bell.
2: Ding dong, babe. Doesn't have to be a big bell. Any no. bell. It's and gonna be one do. of those
1: like when you're in like elementary school music class that like the tiny like ding 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 ding, that's fine. Or if you would like I a church, know. the church bells to like those kind. Whatever of, you have on hand, great. We'll pick up a bell. We'll pick up a bell. Okay. I put this little fun story in here because I thought it was interesting, and then we'll go back to like when the bell was rung. So here's a fun story. So the bell was abandoned. And sold for scrap in the early 1800s after the national capital moved from Philadelphia to Washington and the state capital to Harrisburg. And the old Pennsylvania State House, where it was hung, was scheduled for demolition. So they, like, spent all this time, and then now they're like, we're just going to give it up. Right. Like, they tried to save the
2: bell. They got the bell down. They moved the bell to keep it from being destroyed. Now they're like, you know what? It's a large bell. (laughs) I mean... William Penn, we know and we love him.
1: He wouldn't want us to keep the bell. <laughs> it's too much trouble. She's very large. Too much trouble. Yep, she, she's very large. She's two people, you know, standing on top of one another. Like it's very, it's yeah. hard to move. Hard to the move. The horses are tired. They had to be They're moved tired. by horses. I mean, it of would course be like- they did. How? These poor horses. I just, it's, I understand why they got tired. Yeah. So the bell was only saved by inertia. Nobody got around to knocking the building down for years. And in 1816, a local newspaper editor went on a crusade to save the structure where the Declaration of Independence had been signed, which he rebranded as Independence Hall love a marketing scheme love a marketing a rebrand we
2: love it i also i like this i like the idea of this this one dude named like ralph who was like (laughs) i'm so sorry are we forgetting the history to which that was 10 years ago in which we like formed this nation this is why we don't have historical sites in this country. No. It's because we're like, we're done. Let's demolish it. And poor Ralph is like, um, hello. Do you remember that this was sort of like where this nation was birthed? And perhaps like maybe future generations are going to want to visit the site. Come on. Come on. Shout out to Ralph.
1: Yes. Whatever your name was, we thank you.
2: Whatever your name was.
1: So yeah, he rebranded the... the... The hall where the Statehouse where the Declaration of Independence was signed, he rebranded it as Independence Hall. Bless. Its clock tower was restored in the 1820s with a new bell. So they've gone from Mm. like, we're just going to knock it down. We don't need it anymore. Ralph was like, hold up. And then now they're like putting work into the building. Love. The original Liberty Bell was hung inside from the ceiling and sounded only for historical events. So now they've got like, that's from the Smithsonian article by Stephen Freed. So they've got this like, the Liberty Bell, which they're using just for deaths and shit. And then they've got like the regular, you know, statehouse bell that's like, hello, we have new, we have a new law. Come hear the new law. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. ding. So in- 1826, it was rung for the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Sure. Great. It was rung for the last time for George Washington's birthday in 1846, during which it cracked irreparably. The bell traveled around the country after the Civil War between 1861 and 1865, but since 1915, it has remained in Philadelphia. The Liberty Bell last hit the road in 1915. Back in the day, the bell went on tour around the United States. But in the days before the Civil War, it became clear that the bell had condition issues. I'm sorry. Yeah. Step off condition issues. Uh, well, I
2: mean, all it's just like she's she's been cracked before. Mm-hmm. She'll crack again. Like, let her rest. Let her rest. She has done her work. She didn't ask she's to be in this work. world. Stop moving her. She has condition issues because you keep traipsing her around the United States. Yeah. Different climates.
1: Hello, yes. Rain. Yes. Hot, cold? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not great. So then on January 1st, 1976, the bell was moved to a pavilion about 100 yards from Independence Hall. Today it resides at the Liberty Bell Center in Philadelphia, where it is occasionally tapped to mark special no. occasions. No. So now we're just like, no. Ding, ding. Tap? Ding, ding. Like, tap, tap, tap. Ding,
2: <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's what you
1: should go <laughs> ding dong on. ding, ding, ding.
2: ding. If somebody will let me tap the Liberty Bell, babe, I am ready. Mm-hmm. But, like, what do they tap it with? Like a little... I'm sure they've got, like, uh, a little hammer. Bing, bing. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think just let her be. I think you just know, let her I don't, be. I don't think we need to tap her, quite no. frankly. No. You know, I, I really don't think she needs to be tapped. Like, we all... We get the bell. You we know, get like the bell. You know, we get that it's supposed to ring.
1: She also, like, there are lots of complaints about her sound. Like, nobody liked the way that she sounded. And so they keep trying to Uh, ring this poor bell who's, like, gigantic and hard to move. And then nobody even really liked her sound. And it's like, why, why are you continuing to abuse her? Let her live and let her
2: rest. Yes. I beg of you. So the bell was used to help raise money for U.S. efforts in World War I. Just weeks after joining World War I on April 7, 1917, the United States was in deep trouble, financial trouble. To raise the money needed to help save the world from itself, the Treasury Department had undertaken the largest war bond drive in history, seeking to raise $2 billion, which is more than $40 billion today, in only six weeks, this is all coming from Smithsonian Magazine, from the article by Stephen Freed, Treasury Secretary William McAdoo, who was the ho oh, oh, ho oh, you yeah, put this in there for me. I did. You put this in there for me. I did. Who was the son-in-law, my condolences, of Woodrow Wilson, <laughs> and his propaganda advisors, the Committee on Public Information, decided to ring the bell to raise money. They would ring it even if it meant that the more emblematic crack in political history would split the rest of the way and leave a 2,080-pound pile of metal shards. Oh, my God. Yes. I feel like there has to be another way. There's got to be a better way. The moment after they rang the Liberty Bell, every other bell in the nation would be sounded to signal a national flash mob to head to the bank and buy war bonds. I mean, okay, that's kind of jazzy to be like, we'll ring the Liberty Bell first, then all the bells yeah. in all the cities, in all the states of all of the United States will ring. Like, okay, jazzy. Yeah.
1: Jazzy. Jazzy. I take it back. it's jazzy. We love a coordinated effort on like... You know, back in, God, this is like early 1910s, right? Yeah, 1917. 1917. Yeah, like a coordinated effort to ring all these bells. Like now we could just be like a 280 degree character tweet. We're ringing all of the bells.
2: All right. Go buy war bonds. 10 seconds.
1: (laughs) Go buy war bonds. Go (laughs) buy war bonds. Go. uh, But I love this idea of like ring the bell to tell people to go buy war bonds. It's great. It's great. It's a plan. It's a plan. They had a plan. They it's had, a plan. Somebody, it's plan. It's, it's jazzy. Their director of development really thought this one
2: through. They did. As Smith stepped up to the bell with a small golden hammer, telegraphers in Philadelphia and Washington, D.C. <laughs> awaited their cue to alert the thousands of their fellow Americans standing by in churches, fire stations, and schoolyards any place with an active bell tower. A yes. I love So they're like... Go! Ring! I wonder what the telegraph was. Ring! Exclamation ring. point. Ring. Tap, tap, ring. What? what however you do telegraphs. <laughs> In 2003, it was relocated to the newly built Liberty Bell Center, which is part of Independence National Historic Park. Some 2 million people visit the bell each year. Yeah, I love
1: that. Yeah. I do I love this. I love that like she had purpose. They tried to use her for good. Sure. They instead I'm of I'm glad like, at least
2: I didn't move her during World War One, you know? I'm yes. glad it's like, okay, we'll come to you. Yes. And we'll sort of like expand out from you being the central location. Yes. But we're not gonna just traipse you around the nation.
1: No, because you know as what? You've you got can. Right. Because you've got condition issues. Yeah. And you know what? You make sound and sound travels so we can ring you where you are. Gorgeous. Great. And then it's like, you know, it's the telephone game of bell ringing. De-de-de-de-de. Great. Love. So we've come to the point where we talk about the crack. The infamous crack. The dun, infamous dun, crack dun. in the Liberty ding, Bell. Ding, ding. There is a lot of debate about all of the cracking. Mm-hmm. About when it was cracked, how it was cracked, when it was initially cracked. So... We're going to give you all of the opinions on it. So Britannica writes, quote, that according to tradition, the bell cracked tolling for the funeral of Chief Justice John Marshall in 1835. Okay. Random. Random. Sure. Great. Okay. That's their they, – they wrote that. That's their take on the situation. However, Stephen Freed, in his article for the Smithsonian Magazine, argues that the cracked first appeared in 1844 – Quote okay. the bell reportedly cracked after being rung for Washington's birthday in 1844. What seems to be the first mention of its being cracked appeared that year in the Philadelphia North American. Close quote. So okay. he's basically saying, like, the first time somebody mentioned, nobody's mentioned a anywhere crack that it was, yeah, was that that it was cracked. I mean, and it's in a this... significant
2: crack. Like you would think somebody would have put
1: pen to parchment. Well, it cracked then. multiple times, but like the crack. Like the big one. This is the becoming of the of the crack. This is great. <laughs> Perfect. So right now we're talking about like this particular section is talking about like how it first cracked. There were it, yeah the reason the crack is so big is because it has cracked multiple times because they kept yes, trying to use and abuse her in with her condition. So issues. we're talking
2: about the initial crack. This is the initial. Like she crack. was solid as as a bell. Yes. And then perhaps in 1835 or even, as St- uh, Stephen has argued, in 1844, yeah, something went wrong. Something
1: went wrong. However, the Constitution Center says, so here we have a third opinion, that no one knows today when the bell was cracked. One theory is the bell got its first crack in 1752 when it was tested upon its arrival in Philadelphia.
2: Okay. So much earlier.
1: Yeah. I love. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. The National Science Foundation backs this up by saying, quote, the bell had a difficult start. I mean, don't we all? <laughs> I know. It was not hung for six months, and when finally placed into position at the State House steeple in March of 1753, the bell cracked on the first test stroke of its clapper. That's coming from mm. the National Science Foundation. Okay. Some blamed flaws in the bell's casting for the reason it cracked. Sure. Others complained the metal was too brittle. Whitechapel, who's the it's the the Whitechapel bell foundries of the people who made the initial British bell that later got melted down. Their own history describes the American reaction this way. And if this is not us, nothing is. They did not appreciate that bell metal is brittle and relies on this to a great extent for its freedom of tone. Wow. So we just don't understand bells. No, we don't understand bells. And we're impatient. We don't get it. And we don't, like, we're, we just, we're stupid. Like, we just don't understand.
2: totally fair. Uh, But I will say to Whitechapel, I do think that
1: while the bell brittle metal, of course, it should also not crack. It should also not crack. I do wonder how, like how they were ringing it. If if like like I'm sure like I just imagine that like we could have been doing it wrong. We could totally. have been doing it wrong. Like I like somebody from the Whitechapel Bell Foundry at some point for sure told somebody at like the Philadelphia State House that to like gently ring the bell, just a one two side to side. Bum bum. Bum bum. Like bum bum. Like I can hear it. I can see it in my mind's eye. But you know, like Americans were like, we're fucking independent! What? Let's go. go! Yeah. I yeah. mean, come on. We've seen it. No, people we definitely could have games. done it wrong. Easily. Yeah. So then upon melting it down for recasting, that when they melted down the British bell, John Pass and John Stowe tried to make the new bell less brittle by adding an ounce and a half of copper. To each pound of material from the old bell. So they tried to like firm her, up, her up, give her substance, yeah. make her stronger. Yeah. Of course. The result was less than spectacular. That is this nation's motto. U.S. <laughs> <laughs> less than spectacular. Hey. I just feel like, did nobody. Think about the shape of the bell. Like, maybe it's not so much the metal, but, like, maybe we need a less large bell. Are you talking about physics right now? Maybe. I think I am. You're a scientist. I know. I have taken some astronomy classes. Astronomy is in the stars? Yes. (laughs) I can see how that applies. (laughs) Because it's physics. There's a lot of physics in astronomy.
2: Of course there is. (laughs) Of course there is. And that is what we just needed more astronomers yes. in 1776, <laughs> and the bell would not have gotten that crack.
1: No, it would have been much better. So the result of John Pass and John Snow Bell was less than spectacular. Hung in April of 1753, the new bell's tone displeased many. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Soon afterward, it was sent back to Pass and Snow. <laughs> this is from the National like, Science she Foundation. Like, fuck bad. I- They're like, she sounds bad. And these two men are like, fuck, man, like, how do you make a bell sound better? How do you make a bell sound better? How do you make a bell sound better? It needs to be strong, but she sounds like shit. Dang. Yep. So then in June of 1753, a third version of the bell was hung in the statehouse steeple and tested. The tone was not much better, according to... (laughs) (laughs) They just... It's such a trial. She's over 3. She's over for, for 3. At some Gosh, point, honey, it. like, put her out to pasture. So the tone was not much better. According to Assembly Speaker Isaac Norris, he said he didn't like the sound. In fact, he went so far as to urge Whitechapel in London to cast another bell for his provincial capital. The new Whitechapel bell arrived in May of 1754. It also suffered bad reviews. <laughs> I just God. feel like we need a new... Mold. We need a new Oh,
2: my God. Bell? This show needs to close. <laughs> we don't need to take it on tour. We don't need to no, take it to the West End. No, we need it to close. No. Uh,
1: yeah, so the new Whitechapel Bell arrived in May of 1754. It also suffered bad reviews. Most people agreed it sounded no better than Pass and Stowe's second recasting of the original Whitechapel Bell. We have put so much effort into this.
2: So much effort. And now we're neck and neck with Whitechapel. So, you know. If Whitechapel can't do better, then, like, what we're, are we going to do? We're
1: two for two. We're two for two here. We're,
2: yeah. Okay. <laughs> Resigned to their fate, it appears, the Pennsylvania Assemblymen agreed to keep both bells. So, now we have two bells. They both sound awful. They're like, yep. let's keep both. The newer Whitechapel bell was hung in the attic of the State House under the roof to ring the time for local residents. And the older pass and stow bell was to remain in the State House steeple to be used for calling the assembly together and summoning people on special occasions and events. The State House was many years later renamed Independence Hall, as we talked about, and the steeple bell would come to be known as the Liberty Bell. So I love that they're like, We'll put the British one in the attic. We'll put our ours in the steeple and be like, She's the Liberty Bell. Right. Great. 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 Some two hundred years later, during America's bicentennial anniversary of its independence from Great Britain, the Whitechapel Bell Foundry was commissioned by the Foreign and Commonwealth Office of the British government to cast the Bicentennial Bell, which resides in Independence National Historic Park in Philadelphia and bears the inscription, quote, For the people of the United States of America, from the people of Britain, 4th July, 1976, let freedom ring. (laughs) This is in all caps. (laughs) It's all caps. It's It's all caps. It's all caps. That's why I was reading it like that, because they were like, let's make it... It's like parents wanting their kids to know that like they're okay with like whatever they're doing. Like, yes. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. If you if you want to drink, just let me know. Like, I don't want to like harp on you, but like, let me know so I can like come and get you. Right. It's like it's in all caps.
1: It's all caps.
2: So another quick fun side story because we love them. That same year, according to the foundry, 30 or so lighthearted American demonstrators. Formed outside the foundry building in mock protests over the bells' <laughs> defects. Oh my god! <laughs> I love We're this so petty. story. We're so petty. I love it. They carried placards r- proclaiming, <clears throat> "quote We got a lemon," and quote, "What about the warranty?" <laughs>
1: Oh my, God. oh my God, if you were one of these 30 mock protesters, please reach out. We have to talk. I fucking love this. Yeah, if you did this in 1976,
2: come on. Yep. In the same spirit, the foundry claims to have told the protesters they would happily replace the bell, quote, as <laughs> long as it was returned to us in its original packaging. I love
1: it. I fucking love the okay. British humor. <laughs> Get
2: it.
1: Everybody's fun. Everybody's fun. I love it. I love that these were also like 30 Americans who are like for sure like nobody's going to like White House to Whitechapel Bell Foundry like just to protest this bell being made. Yeah. Like these are for sure expats living in wherever this foundry is located or like also, within I'm a train sorry. distance.
2: If you know where the Liberty Bell was cast, you're a nerd. A nerd.
1: You're either us. You're an
2: absolute. This is a bunch nerd. of nerds being like, "I know what'll get. Then we'll just go in there and then be like, what about the warranty?'" Oh, go 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 go. Nerds. Okay, 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 okay. nerds. <laughs> in 1846, another crack began to develop in the bell, and it was repaired. It rang for George Washington's birthday on February 23rd, 1846, but then it cracked again. <laughs> In order to repair the bell, a slot was carved along the length of a crack that prevented the two sides of the bell from vibrating against each other. Two rivets were inserted in this slot to control the vibration of the two sides and restore the bell's tonal quality. So they basically carved another crack. Into, yeah. Like a, like a purposeful crack. It's, it's like to the, prevent the cracking. if you will. I will. I really will. <laughs> I love this. I love... They're like, I know... I know what's gonna keep it from cracking. We put in a crack. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Literally. Perfect.
2: Yep. I'm sorry. Like... There are other Bells. Like, how is this so hard? Like, like we've done Bells successfully. This wasn't an experiment in Bells. No. You know what I mean? Like, no. this isn't the first, yeah, she's big for sure. For sure. And, like, that's tricky. But, like, there are other Bells. There are also big Bells. Like, we've done we've done the Bell thing. Like, I don't understand why we couldn't just sort of duplicate what we've done for other Bells and just kind of, like, double the recipe. Like, I simply don't get I, we made this, why we had
1: so much trouble. We made this so much harder than it needed to be. Yeah. The story of U.S. Wow. Yep. Okay,
2: yep. bring us home. Oh bring my goodness. us
1: home. So this last bit is just a little bit of information about the Liberty Bell Center should you want to visit. Which I do. I do too. I do too. So this is all coming from the National Park Service. The Liberty Bell Center is located at 526 Market Street. Visitors exit from the south end of the building near Chestnut Street. It's open daily. Thank you for
2: including that. So they know where their exits are. Please, please follow the path. Guys, exit in from the south end of the building. I couldn't find the south end of anything. Cardinal directions do nothing for me.
1: It is true. Like, I get Chestnut Street. I've been on Chestnut Street. I get, like, I can find Chestnut Street. The south end of the building, how do I know where Chestnut Street is when I'm inside the building? Yeah, no. It's not. Give me this a compass. Is not, this is not helpful, National Park Service. No. It's open daily from nine to five p.m. Might be different now because of COVID, so we should it might just be say different. that it. Yes, it check might be the di- website. Check the website. Although this is the National Park Service, and as of like Halloween twenty twenty, that was what they were telling Love. people. So check it. Love. Check it. Keep it updated. The security screening area closes five minutes before the building closes. So like, get there or you're going to lose out. Get in, get out. Yeah. It's open from 11 to 4 p.m. on Thanksgiving, which is so interesting to me. I know. It's open from 9 to 3 on Christmas Eve, closed on Christmas Day. Okay. Okay. Seems a little secular to me. Okay. It's free. Love. No tickets are required. Entrance is on a first-come, first-served basis. Capacity is limited to 20 people at a time. So, you know, shoot your shot. Try and go. Shoot your shot. You you shoot your shot. We yeah. will go,
2: obviously, when it's safe to go. And we'll see her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and be like, wow, there she is. There's that crack. Wonder where it's from. <laughs> Wonder when it happened. Wonder when it happened. If only she could talk. If only if she only could she say. If only she could talk. The, the tales that she would
1: tell. The tales she would tell. She'd be like, yo. It was Chief Justice John Marshall's birthday or death.
2: And we'd all gasp and yep. clutch our pearls. Yep. Because that's kind of the dark horse in this race, I think. Like, of all the ones, I'm just like, huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was Chief Justice John Marshall. Yeah. Maybe it was.
1: Maybe it was. Who's to say? Mm-hmm.
2: It's a mystery that mm-hmm. will remain in this nation's
1: history. History. <laughs> but
2: you guys, that is our episode on the Liberty Bell herself. Herself. We hope it distracted you from whatever. We hope so. You yeah. We are hope it distracted you from die. whatever just occurred. Couldn't tell you what that is. No. But we hope that this has brought you some joy and reprieve from truly yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) And probably this morning. And this morning and probably the rest of this week. Yes. Who's to say? Yeah. We can just say that we are proud of you for voting and getting involved and whatever happens Like the Liberty Bell, we will just keep recasting ourselves until somebody retires us into a lawn, okay? (laughs) Deal. Done deal. Deal. In the meantime, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. You can rate us. You can review us. You can subscribe to us. We love you so, so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.